This week on MXPB, Gotham Knights and more Splatoon 3. Plus, a Star Wars and Pokemon-filled history awaits. Don't go away, MXPB starts now. And welcome to the Morning XP Boost. We're your hosts, Tox and Glitch, and we're here to give you the experience points you need to level up and get through your late weekend. Glitch, how you been, buddy? I've been fantastic. How about you? I've been pretty good, I guess. Uh, anything fun going on in the Glitch world these days? Not really. Just got back from the cruise, so I'm trying to right. just relax still. Yeah, relax from all that stressful cruise life activity <laughs> that you did. Yeah, that's right. All that food, I've got to figure out how to work that off without okay. exercise. Yeah, that's a, that's complicated. That's, a good task. that's complicated. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, this what about week, you? Uh, well, uh, you know, I've just been I'm doing some photography, like we were talking about earlier, taking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taking pretty pictures of the stars and gas and stuff in space. Nebulas. Uh, nebulosity. Yes. Uh, yeah. One day we should just do an offshoot like podcast of <laughs> random things like astrophotography. Uh, space stuff. I like it. Space stuff. We should. Yeah. There are a lot of astronomy podcasts, but um, I feel like we could bring something unique to the table. I think we could. Let's yeah. let's put that one in a future uh, feature. Future feature. Right. I put it in the idea bucket. <laughs> I'm game but for it. For now, <laughs> for the foreseeable future, for this week, anyways, we'll keep we'll stick to video games. Uh, we'll talk about some news and some history. And first, we'll just uh, check in with what we're playing. Uh, Glitch, Ooh. what have uh, what have you been playing this week? I have been playing South Park, the Stick of Truth on the Nintendo Switch. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever played any of the South Park games on Nintendo Switch, such as South Park, the Stick of Truth, or the Fractured Butthole? No, uh, you... No. Yeah, you, no, no, nope. Oh, these games are actually really good. So, uh, if you're a fan <laughs> of South Park, or even if you're not, which... ah. Uh, I'm not really. You know, I like Futurama and Family Guy and stuff. Um, I never really watched South Park, um, but I played the South Park first-person shooter video game back in the day on Nintendo 64. Got a big kick out of that. And this, this is a lot of fun. So it's a turn-based RPG, which includes, you know, you level up your gear, you pick a character class, um, you can customize your character and actually create yourself a South Park character, which is, I think that's actually really fun because of the animation style. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you you play through it as as this guy who gets introduced into the little group of friends, and you know Kenny's there, and Cartman, and Butters, and the whole gang, and uh, it's the entire town, the whole town of. South Park is there, and you can go explore it. Um, so if you've ever seen a South Park episode, uh, it's really cool to be able to go there and and be in that environment, that place. And yeah. you can go inside the kids' homes. 
Um, cause you're, you know, you're a kid yourself and you're going in and you're meeting their parents and seeing their rooms and you're going out to their forts that they've built in the backyard and you're helping them, uh, accomplish whatever the goal is. It's, it's a lot of fun. And then they make references to different things that have happened throughout the show. So it's pretty cool. Like, uh, oh, what is it? The pig man or whatever it is, is on there. Man um, bear pig. Man bear pig. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Al Gore? Isn't Al Gore oh. man bear pig? I think. Yeah, I, I don't so. remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, I've seen very few episodes of South Park, but for some reason I've seen a man bear pig. Yeah. So man bear pig. Uh, yeah, it is. It's Al Gore. And um, you got basically uh, you have to fight Al Gore as man bear pig. And it's it's a lot of fun. There's all kinds of cool stuff. Um, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, these these are Ubisoft games, actually. So they go on sale pretty often. Um, you can uh. pick them up for probably ten dollars um a piece so when they go on sale i'd I'd recommend picking them up and and giving them a go they might even be on the playstation network thing so oh my gosh playstation don't tell me that i'll go (laughs) my library is already inflated enough as it is uh the first so the second one uh fractured butthole they turned they toned it down a little bit as far as the the humor and the 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 type of humor that South Park's known for. The yeah. Stick of Truth, um, I'm surprised it didn't get uh, an A rating, actually, as opposed to a uh, the rating that it received. M, right? It is M. Um, but honestly, I am shocked that it did not receive a higher rating just because of some of the things that are rating. in it. <laughs> yeah, there, is a, there is an adult rating. Oh. Um, and I'm honestly, I am shocked that the stick of truth did not receive that. So uh, gotta be at just, least 30 years old to play the <laughs> stick of truth. Uh, yeah, basically. And, and even yeah. then you're still closing your eyes at some of the stuff. You're like, no, no, I don't want to see that. No, 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 please. No, got to burn my eyes out. Um, yeah. But anyway, what are you, what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm boring. I'm still playing Splatoon three. I just, I love it so much. Uh, oh. People are probably try, tired of hearing me uh, say that if they've been listening the last few weeks. But, man, it's just so good. I just love everything about the style. It brings me really good feels because, uh, you know, I started playing Splatoon 2 during the pandemic and made a bunch of friends that way and kind of kickstarted my online presence. Uh, playing Splatoon 2 and Zen 3 is more of that, and it's just so fun. I've been... Working through uh, the campaign, the single player campaign, a little bit uh, every other night or so, as I have a few minutes of free time, and that's really nice. I mean, one of the great things about Splatoon Three is that, like, if you have ten minutes, you can play some Splatoon Three. You can play a round of Turf War. You can play, um, you know, one of the stages in the single player campaign. Every, you know, anything you can do in Splatoon Three takes roughly three, maybe three to ten minutes like it depends on what you're doing but max you know so that's been nice to just kind of jump in and do a couple of those here and there um some of them some i'm in like some of the later stages i guess and the you know it's actually a really interesting and often challenging platforming game as well the single player experience because like yeah you're shooting stuff but um I mean, your movement, you have to definitely literally jump from platform to platform, but also movement within the ink and around the enemies. And, you know, you have to, you, you get each level has different weapons and different uh, or, or a lack of weapons that you can use. And so you have to 
uh, make do with what you have and you can play the levels again with different loadouts and that totally changes uh, your strategy for completing the level. So there's just a lot of uh, a lot of stuff you can do in the single player mode. And it's kind of nice, too, because some some of the stages are just like I just don't get them. They're just like way too hard for me. Like one of them <laughs> there. It's just a platform and they're throwing uh, like, I don't know, bouncy balls or something at you. And you just got to move to the right spot in the platform and then hit the ball Right. And it does that like 18 or 20 times. But like, I swear, after the fourth or fifth ball, it gets into a position where like, I just no matter what I do, I can't I can't pop it. I can't (laughs) I can't hit it. And it's just like I. Yeah, I didn't want to. I was like, I don't want to do this and I don't have to. I can move on to a different stage and I can still totally progress through the main uh, game. You don't have to get super stuck anywhere. That's good. That is nice. Um. So mentioning the 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 single player mode is or the story mode um right how much does it differ from like the 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 regular like versus mode is there like puzzles and stuff that you solve is there um they're basically like little platforming stages like Mario oh. levels or something okay. but with all the splatoon mechanics like you still have weapons uh like I said you the level decides what weapons you bring to each level. Sometimes you have a choice among three different, two or three different loadouts. Uh, sometimes you don't. Sometimes all you can use are the specials, which are kind of nice because like you normally get limited time with the specials because you have to mm-hmm. earn them and then they go by so quickly. But some of the entire, some levels are entirely in a, in the crab tank <laughs> or entirely with the zip caster, which are kind of two of the new specials. So um, so, but yeah, to, they're they're platforming basically, and then there are boss battles huh. where it's kind of more like okay, you're shooting stuff, but even still, it's more like a you know like a Mario boss where they behave in a certain pattern, they have certain moves, it gets progressively harder, and you have to figure out in each sort of phase how to uh, defeat that pattern. So, so to kind of yeah. put it in perspective, it's almost like um, melee, like Smash Brothers melee, where they have the like the the stages that you would go through that are like the side scrolling um or platforming and then at the very end you would have your your boss battle which would be like a basic regular uh melee match right kind of like that um well if i remember the smash brothers campaigns are still mostly you're playing smash brothers like in a stage of battle and then yeah there are those like challenge levels that i would say where you like collect uh, tokens or hit the targets or whatever mm-hmm. uh yeah so i'd say kind of less kinda. less like the standard <laughs> melee more like the it's basically platforming right it's okay. a platforming game i'd say it's a lot like huh. mario in that sense wow that's pretty cool yeah yeah so it's like it's a it it's like it's a, a whole different game almost yeah but with all the same mechanics so when you yeah. finish it you will have you know your skills will have improved for the multiplayer game as well Um, because you're using all those weapons and now that movement is the same. That's really cool. I like that. Your objectives differ. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And there's a freaking card game in there too. If there wasn't enough like different (laughs) modes and then the multiplayer modes, there's like, you know, seven or eight different multiplayer modes you can play. So yeah, it's all good. Bored. Try this different thing with the same thing, but the different thing. Yeah. 
I haven't listened to the sound, the Splatoon 2, Splatoons 2, uh, sort of soundtrack remix album that's been out for a while. Uh, I've been listening to that for a long, for for a long time, this, a lot of time this week. (laughs) Is it pretty good? Is there a song that you recommend that we listen to? Is it pretty good? Did you really just ask me that? Is it pretty good? You've been listening to it, so it's the best it thing that has ever entered my <laughs> ear holes. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Uh, I, I sent you a link. I don't know if it's, if it's it available on all all streaming platforms, but uh, uh, I'll send you uh, a link to a few songs. Um, there, you know, I've you probably would appreciate them more if you play the game because what I love about those songs, especially those remixes, is that they feel like the game plays or they sound like the game plays that makes any they actually they'll sample like sounds from the game and of course the music appears in the game and so a remix of the music is going to be familiar too but like it feels like a battle like there are you know they do like a low pass filter where things sound like they're underwater which is like you know you move through the ink and so and you get covered in ink so you're that sound like matches perfectly with that kind of experience. And then it's just really high energy and just, huh, it's super fun. Just like the game. There is a Splatoon three playlist that somebody has curated on Spotify. So I'll have to check that yeah. out. Check that out. I'll send you mine. The remixes are something special though. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's all good. More Splatoon three, Splatoon oh. three for all. Well, in that case, are we, is it news time? Oh, sure. It could be news time. Let's do the news. Ta-da! Now it's news time. <laughs> Yay! Uh, well, Tox. Were there any news items that struck you? What? <laughs> I was about to ask. Oh. Were there any news items that struck you? Uh, almost <laughs> word for word, that is what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh-oh. I've been doing this too long. Oh. <laughs> um... Uh, uh, yeah, there's a bunch. Why don't you go? I've been talking we, for rock a while. paper scissors. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> which we totally would be able to see us rock paper scissors. It, yeah, I chose water, so I think you win oh, no matter man. what. Yeah. All right. So uh, Overwatch Two. I've had a couple of people at work that have been playing it. Um, they have experienced uh, several issues, such as the DDoS attacks. Um, the of course the server has really been struggling. Uh, with with being able to keep up. I mean, when you go free to play, you, you know you're going to have these kinds of issues. So it's just uh, them trying to to get everything maintained down. Uh, there are some interesting things that uh, Overwatch Two does require, such as a phone number. That is a little yeah. different considering the average age of a person playing Overwatch Two is in middle school or high school. So not all of those people have their own phone numbers. So they're, um, I I don't know what they're doing to kind of get past that. Uh, um, Yeah. Maybe they're using their parents' phone numbers, but it's kind of strange. I don't know how I would feel about giving out my phone number to play, uh, to play a a free to play game. Uh, I already get spam calls and spam text messages. Uh, I don't yeah. want. I don't want more. I don't want more of those. Yeah, I definitely don't want that. But I would probably appreciate, uh, like, I don't know, the element of competitiveness or 
fairness that maybe that brings where at least you're playing against people or bots or not bots or at least bots with phone numbers or something (laughs) i don't know know. it's bizarre um i saw that there were gifts for players um for that experienced issues at launch i still didn't see anything about uh people receiving anything for having um the initial overwatch i did see i have seen a whole lot of memes um for people that are like spent 60 dollars on overwatch um, my game is finally useful and they were using the the hard disk for overwatch to cut a pizza <laughs> so i thought that was i thought that was kind of funny um so hopefully if they haven't done anything yet for those players that's that paid to play this game maybe they will eventually in the future like like most other um gaming companies have that have gone free to play uh we do have some double xp weekends coming up uh 1021 through 1024 so that is next weekend i believe coming up 1028 through 1031 and 1124 through 1128 as far as the weapons go uh i have heard that one of the classes is incredibly op the tank class um as of right now at launch it's very op and we're not expecting a rebalance of these classes until season two, which is coming in December. So if you're oh, a tank class, uh, Blizzard yeah. said they're like, oh, uh, the balance is just kind of uh, pretty much what we expected. So yeah. They well, if they expected the OP. tank class to be OP, it is. They've done, nice. like, they've done a but great job. The reason that I was looking at this article in the first place was actually that it had over 25 million players in the yeah. first 10 days, which, which is that's, a lot. That yeah. is. Yeah. So no wonder their, you know, their servers have struggled. Um, and I think this, this comes at kind of a key moment because Fortnite has actually been getting really stale. I've been playing, you know, like Fortnite was my like bread and butter. Uh, I yep. still play it. This particular season is incredibly incredible. It's like a cracker. It's dry. Um, so I, you know what? I lied earlier. I did play some Fortnite. I kind of forgot oh, <laughs> because it's forgettable now. It but. it is. Yeah. Um, the battle pass this season is really dull. I mean, I think it's really great you that can get Spider Gwen cat meow skulls. Oh yeah, yeah. They're kind of reusing uh, that. <laughs> yeah, a lot though. Yeah. Uh, I think if they'd have used some of the OG characters and reskinned them, maybe that would have been a little cooler, but I think it is cool that you can get Gwen. I think she's kind of carrying, there's been a lot of memes that she's carrying the whole battle pass on her back. Uh, she kind of is. Isn't that the way it always is? It's like, you want you the tier 100 one. skin. It's like, I don't care about any of the others. <laughs> I they mean, last cool. season, Actually, we had uh, cool. Darth Vader and we had Indiana Jones and we had, uh, all kinds of pretty cool characters last season. I can't remember the others. Um, Indiana Jones was good. That was like a side thing that came on later. Yeah. So maybe they'll do another one of those. Yeah. So, you know, they've, they've had some really cool stuff that they've done. Um, this season's just a little dry. It is supposed to be a shorter season. So typically the way Fortnite always works and has worked for the past, um, you know, four years or whatever, is you'll have a really great season with a really great battle pass and then a dry season, maybe two. And I think those are kind of the seasons where the developers are really working on pushing out that good season. Um, yeah. 
and and I think that's what we've got right now. We've got this season. The next season might even be a little dry, but then we'll look for something really really cool coming down the the pike later. Um, that would be cool. I yeah. do like the chrome blobs. I think that's yeah. pretty neat. And I like how you can chrome up like buildings and especially vehicles. And then the vehicles, like I don't know if they changed it this season, but they become they like regenerate. <laughs> yeah. And so between like the cow catcher, the tires, and a chrome vehicle, it's like you've got like an armored tank almost going through the, some of these rounds. You do. Uh, and uh, did you play the radio by chance while you were in said chrome car or truck? I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. The radio is distorted. In fact, I think when you are talking on, um, if you're talking through a mic and you're chromed, you also are distorted, I believe. Oh, I haven't so, like, heard distorts that yet. Your voice. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like they did with the um, Halloween a couple of years ago. If you got killed, you turned into like a shadow. And you had and, that creepy voice. Yeah, that you had cool. the creepy voice. So they did that kind of that with the chrome too. So if you get a chance okay. and you're playing with somebody that's mic'd, try it out. Yeah, we've been playing uh, with our friends, and I don't know when they're chrome or not, but I haven't heard it yet. Go chrome. Uh, <laughs> I do also like the chrome weapons. I think it's cool how they get, uh, you know, their tiers level up as you do more damage with them. Yeah, uh, I have to say the chrome weapons are really cool too. I just think um, even there's been some of the big uh, the big names that uh, cover Fortnite news and stuff like that. They've all said that. It's trending down right now, but, um, you know, while we have some really great features in this particular season, it still doesn't capture what we had, you know, when you and I were playing that superhero season like crazy. Um, that Marvel season is the best it, one. It, by it far. was. And <laughs> yeah. uh, everyone has, is, we're still, the community of Fortnite is still talking about the glory of that, the glory. Uh, that, the glory of the Marvel season. And um, we, I don't think we've had a season that's really captured Fortnite players since then. And hopefully I think we're getting close to maybe having another one. So, yeah, I guess they didn't do much with the map. They could have done more with the map, I guess that would have rounded it out. Oh yeah. But uh, it's cool. I don't know. There is a rumor. Now there is a rumor a oh. uh, pretty big rumor as far as Fortnite is concerned from some pretty reliable sources that this actually might be the last chapter of this season. And we're only in chapter or season um, the three season chapter. of the chapter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they yeah. do chapter one, two, three. We're in chapter three, season three, I believe. But there's a possibility. The around, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter we're chapter three. 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 Yeah. I think we're chapter three, season three. There's a possibility that they may be ending this chapter and each chapter kind of is representative of what map we're on. Um, there's a big possibility this map may be going away and we're switching to chapter four. So there may not be a season four of this chapter. If that makes sense. Yeah. We'll see. I'm still will. waiting it for it yeah. to go to space. Like that yeah. one rumor that we were talking about a few yeah. months ago. <laughs> I mean, they did end up going to space for, um, for the, the special where they went and got the robot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah did the whole end thing would it be cool if they cool. went to space like the map was in space with reduced gravity they can that'd do a cool. lot that'd they be cool do a lot of stuff all right well what else do we have in the news um i one cool thing so we were talking about gotham knights uh last week as we were talking about october it looks releases talks 
Yo. Talks. I've seen more footage. It looks so good. It looks good. Good. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I It looks really good. Yeah. Don't pre-order it though because no, then no, it'll I'm suck. not going to pre-order. It will. It <laughs> will. will. Every game I pre-order. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So what's the news piece? I'm just excited for it. It looks good. Oh, well, it's coming out on October 21st and the yeah. news piece was that um there is not going to be a performance mode. Like, I don't know how many people truly care about this, but you know, some games you can toggle a switch and set it to 60 frames per second or a higher resolution or something to, you know, flex your hardware or whatever. But, uh, Gotham Knights is going to stay at 30 frames per second and not have a performance mode. And supposedly it's to facilitate other features. Um, So they said, due to the types of features we have in our game, like providing a fully untethered co-op experience in our highly detailed open world, it's not as straightforward as lowering the resolution and getting a higher frames per second. For that reason, our game does not have a performance slash quality toggle option and will run at 30 FPS on consoles. So I feel like this is... Okay, we might have different opinions. You first, go for it. I like this response because I want a really awesome co-op experience and like fully untethered. Like, I mean, in a giant, you know, city uh, scape, but we don't, I don't know if we know how big the map is exactly, but you know, if it's like a city, like a Chicago or it's New prob- York yeah, style it's, city. I mean, yeah. I imagine it's almost the entirety of Gotham city probably. So that's, right. that's going to be pretty big. If it's, if it's the same size as Arkham city, that game, that was huge. Okay. So, I mean, even if it's close to that size, th- that's expansive. That's huge. Yeah. So, um, I feel like that's good. I don't really care about 60. I'm toggle- I've done this on the right. Spider-Man games, done the yeah. performance mode and not this performance mode. I can't tell the difference. So. All right. <laughs> All right. So, here's I'm going to add to this now. Um, so I have played games on 30, 60, and 120. And talk so you are you ready to hear my you ready to hear my rant on this? Uh, let's go. Rant away. I don't notice the difference. <laughs> Maybe there's something wrong with me. Uh, I don't know. I've got a really great 4K, 100 or 200 and whatever it is, 240, I think, is the, the hertz that I've got. Yeah, um, refresh rate. Yeah, my refresh rate is 240. Um, I've, it's 4K capable, um, up to 8K, I think, is the TV, uh, the, the TV that I've got that I'm using um or monitor whatever anyway it's uh, <laughs> uh i i've played games on 30 60 and 120 and i i don't notice the difference i can't see what am i supposed to see i don't even know what i'm supposed you, to see you should it should be smoother if they're like high really fast action sequences it should be smoother movement should be smoother too but it yeah. de- really depends on the <laughs> game you know like if it, it it just completely depends on the game, right? 30 yeah. FPS can look great, uh, or it can look really choppy. Uh, hey, aren't most games locked at 30 FPS, though? I, I feel like this is a non-news thing. I feel like a, a lot of games are 30 FPS still, right? Well, I think, I guess, with, like, PS5 and, like, you know, Xbox Series X, these the, oh, new generation like consoles gen? that... We're still these all these games basically are still coming out for the previous generation consoles, and so for oh. newer generation consoles, I think it's more of a 
a thing. It's like, why do I have this PS5 if all of these games are PS4 games? It's like, oh, but 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 there's a performance mode. It'll look better on your PS5. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a big part of it. Um, yeah. But I think you're right about at the 60 frames per second is definitely more of a performance thing mm-hmm. and more common uh, in like PC games where you have more control over your your hardware and you can and and because of the the diversity in the hardware i think they come with more options to turn on all those different effects you know anti-aliasing you know, super sample anti-aliasing 60 frames per second 120 frames whatever mm-hmm. uh you know 4k resolution you, you know you play a pc game you get all those sort of graphical options but on consoles same console hardware give or take for everyone so they kind of lock it down I thought it was neat. I'm really looking forward to the co-op modes of this game. This is really the primary reason I would like to play it after it's been out and gotten decent reviews. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But there's two co-op modes. So like the full campaign, you can play with one other person, two people total doing Mm -hmm. co-op. Even though there's sort of like four different heroes to choose from, people are like, oh, we want four four player campaign co-op, but it hasn't been announced yet. But they did announce a four-player co-op mode, which is a totally separate mode from the storyline called really? Heroic Assault Mode. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of like arena-style challenges oh. um, across like 30 different stages or floors. And uh, that's going to be a free uh, update coming at the end of November on 1129. Ooh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Some stuff to get excited about. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But I'm going to wait. I'm not pre-ordering. I'm not allowed to. pre-order that glitch. (laughs) Talks will no longer allow me to pre-order anything. (laughs) Don't make me come down there and take your credit card. (laughs) (laughs) No more pre-orders for you. No more pre-orders. You're the ruiner of games. (laughs) Yes. All right. Um, Um, Then I saw the Twitch payout. So, you know... You yeah. and I used to be uh, twitchy people, and uh, it's been a, been a little while. But they lowered the payout from a hundred to uh, from a hundred dollars to fifty dollars. So if you're not familiar with it, um, Twitch affiliates and partners can receive money for a, vi- a lot of different things. They can receive it from their viewers. They can receive it from ads. There's a bunch of ways they can get paid, and um, it used to be uh, that. Once you had $100 in your account, you could cash it out, and it would go to your PayPal, go to your bank account, go wherever you had it designated to go to. And now Twitch has lowered that amount from 100 to 50 So that's that's a really nice thing they've done there. Yeah, and I've also seen... So I became aware of this because I actually had like $73 <laughs> accumulated <laughs> from my illustrious streaming career. Yes. and. They're like, we lowered the payout threshold. You're getting a payout. I was like, yay, that's great. <laughs> if I finally get a couple bucks for, for doing all that. Like that, that felt good. And I've yeah. also seen emails um, where they're saying they're increasing the share of ad revenue by a few percentage points. That's actually um, really nice. So the, the ad yeah. re- revenue payout or what you receive in ad revenue on Twitch is actually fairly decent. It's very competitive. So that's, that's nice if they're going to boost it. Yeah. That is nice. I mean, when you look at the, it's competitive, but the you have to yes. view like a thousand ads before you see any yeah. uh, any dollar signs. But like, yeah, it's 
it's nice, you know. It seems like they're making some kind of effort to pay people a little bit more. Yeah, especially the the smaller streamers. If you, I mean, if you're averaging a thousand viewers or something, that that uh, those percentages stack up pretty fast. Yeah, you don't have any problem with the hundred dollar threshold either. But like, yeah, (laughs) you got seven, you know, three to seven viewers watching you, and you've been doing it for a year. Yeah, like I don't know anyone like that. I don't know who would fall in that that category. (laughs) Definitely not me. No, Um, no. (laughs) It's nice to get a little something. Yeah. Uh, a couple other interesting things, uh, more like historical in nature. Uh, the Super Mario Kart uh, XXL tech demo for a game that was uh, never released for Game Boy Advance, um, I guess, uh, was leaked or revealed or, you know, data mined somehow. <laughs> Leak veiled. Uh, <laughs> leaked. Yeah, just surfaced. I feel like that's um, new. This was a tech demo pitched by a company called Daenerys Entertainment Software for the Game Boy Advance back in the day. And it kind of shows off like a dynamic camera. So like, you know, put yourself into what year would that be? I don't know, year 2000 or whatever. Game Boy Advance is the handheld system and um, you're playing mostly 2D games on it of eh, almost Super Nintendo quality. And then you see this is a dynamic uh, camera. Well, it's kind of like a 3D environment. So the camera is like moving around. It's not fixed like Super Mario Kart original for Super Nintendo. Um, it moves around your player, which is kind of a low resolution 3D model of Mario racing around on a track. Um, I just thought it was a cool little piece of history, a game that never really surfaced. And um, for good reason, because the tech demo does not exactly wow <laughs> it looks like a super it looks like super mario kart but like with a 3d camera which does not work as well i think in that format a little bit ahead of its time probably that's what i would say oh rip <laughs> yeah but it's cool a cool piece of history and another cool piece of history <laughs> we both saw was uh apparently um Windows 95 introduced a bunch of little hacks in order to maintain compatibility with like certain pieces of software, in particular, certain games like Mm -hmm. SimCity, (laughs) which uh, which I thought was was cool. I mean, you imagine the early days right before Windows 95 was Windows 3.1 and MS-DOS, right? The text mostly text based uh terminal and you had all these you had all this software for those platforms you had games like SimCity um that would run on ms dos but then windows 95 comes along which i think pretty much kill you like not killed <laughs> but like you know it used to be windows 3.1 it used to be ms dos right then it used to be windows 3.1 and ms dos and windows was sort of like just a graphical layer on top of ms dos and then like windows 95 the best version of Windows ever comes out and it's like a whole new thing. And MS-DOS is sort of the old stuff. But in order to maintain compatibility, they would literally have configuration files that said like, oh, if you're running SimCity, then, uh, you know, tweak this setting, tweak that <laughs> setting, make it look like MS-DOS and then we're good to go. Oh, so I just that's a cool piece of like computer history. And then also similarly, like this did not end with just Windows 95. 
uh, future versions of Windows, uh, like Windows 98. Uh, I guess 98 might be the best Windows, but it's built off of 95. So, <laughs> you know, the great or the parent of the great, whatever. Uh, I, 98. All right. I, I have to I have to throw. I'm not going to throw Look. hands, but I've I've got to go in on this and say that I loved 95. I thought that was yeah. the, I thought that yeah. was kind of the end all be all. 98 was was good 98 was good it did it did bring about a lot of changes um some uniqueness but it's like i really love 95 95 but 95 it, it, is still yeah. 95 right oh yeah yeah 95 and is still the best windows ever it's st- yeah it did not get <laughs> i had millennium I mean, edition for I mean, if you think of, we're still basically using windows 95 to this day just with um you know the the yeah. tile thing you can select or remove that if you remove the tiles guess what you're running windows 95 <laughs> yeah yeah why mess with something that ain't broke that's right uh, but yeah other versions of windows broke compatibility with windows 95 in some ways and so there were also similar settings in those versions including one for final fantasy 7 that apparently final fantasy 7 just didn't like uh being on windows 95 so as long as you said final fantasy 7 you're on a different version of windows doesn't care what it is as long as it's not windows 95 uh it runs just fine so there you go different strokes for different folks um anyways I think that's a pretty good transition into the history. What do you think? <laughs> I think it, I thought we were already in history. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that's how good it was. We live in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go let's... back in time. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to say it? Yeah. No. Nope, it. it did it. I, you, you, and you know what that means. I've got to do what I do. Wait. 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 Open the door. Fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> dial in the year. Close the door. Okay. Docs. What? Hey, Docs. Docs, you there? Yeah. What yeah. year is it? Yeah. What yeah. year is it, Docs? Yeah. It's, uh, st- we're starting our uh, history tour with the year 2001 with Command and Conquer Red Alert 2, Yuri's Revenge. Woo. Discuss. Never played it. Did you? Nope. <laughs> All right. What happened but, next? <laughs> I did but, play the first Red Alert. Did you? Oh, you didn't no, play so Red I, I played StarCraft. That okay. was my real-time strategy cool. game of choice in this yeah. era. Uh, uh, I, I played Red Alert. I played Tiberium Sun. Um, they were a lot of fun, you know? Uh, it's, yeah. it's good, old-fashioned. You could play as three different teams. I think it was... They never said it was the United States. It was like, um, oh, what was it? I can't remember oh, what really? the. Yeah, it was definitely the Russians, definitely the Germans, and yeah. then like a team that was like, maybe it was the United States, but I feel like it had a name like, um, <laughs> Confederates or something like that, like, um, kind of like they did with the Terrans, like they were the Confederacy yeah. or whatever. So they had like a name kind of like that, like, oh, this is the Confederate Republic or something. And that okay. was the team you played as, as like that would be the Americans. Got it. 
The yeah. good guys, right? The good, the good guys. Yeah, the good guy. <laughs> well, I mean, depending on what team you were, I guess. Yeah. No, I'm um, just being but sarcastic. I think the the Germans, it was it was based on basically it was like Nazis and then the Russians were communists, and then the the one team that was like basically either America or representing of America. Um that was your uh that was your good guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, worth mentioning as uh, Command and Conquer being like a really important real-time strategy game series with that sort of top-down view where you select your units and have them give them commands, build structures, manage your resources. What a fun, uh, what a fun style of game that produced so many great games. Yeah. It, yeah. Um. You know what I gotta ask you? What was your favorite uh turn based or game like this? Was it real time strategy? Yeah. I RTS. mean the one I played the most was StarCraft Brood War, the expansion okay. for StarCraft. Uh that just really clicked. I mean, space space stuff will will do it for me almost every time. <laughs> so yeah, you are basically, you know, I guess in the campaign, maybe you start out as Terrans and but you know, Terrans, Protoss, and Zerg. Two alien races and a human race vying Wait, for. So what? space stuff gets you every time, and you've never played No Man's Sky, where you can have spaceships and freighters, and you can have your own class of like star destroyer. Basically, it's on my list. Oh I just, my goodness! I'm a busy guy. <laughs> I know. You, are. <laughs> you could take oh. pictures of the nebula and then go there in your very own spacecraft. No, oh, okay. The No Man's Sky. Yeah. nebula pictures <laughs> yeah oh All right anyways yeah but okay brood war was so fine. brood yeah. war which was that i mean that's solid introduction of yeah. a ghost um the all kinds dark of templars additions. oh yeah the dark templars all kinds of additions to the zergs and the uh, lurkers the lurkers oh they were they could either go underground or they could uh oh remember when they went underground they could do that spiky thing yeah, you mostly set traps trap. that they're like cloaked when they're underground. Yeah. You can reveal them with whatever units reveal cloaked stuff and then yeah. Monster. That was great. They were absolute monsters. Yeah. Um I would have to say mine was Warcraft 2. Um nice. since they I don't think Warcraft has really been RTS since Warcraft 2, right? Cuz they did Warcraft World of Warcraft, was. but that's Oh, was War- it? Warcraft 3 was, yeah. I should try to see if I can dig that up. I haven't played that one. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Warcraft my... three spawned all those Dota like things and. Okay. Well, spawned Dota, I guess. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um, I played Warcraft three for a little bit, but I was just uh, at that point it was getting really competitive. I was just not that good, so it wasn't as fun. But yeah, Warcraft three or two was a lot of fun. You know, I still remember the code for five thousand gold glittering prizes. Nice. Because so, I like yeah. to go in and I would just build up this massive like horde of um, either, you know, you could choose from orcs or you could choose from the humans. And, you know, I'd build up this huge horde of orcs and go invade the, the human little human um, society that they had created. Um, that was Suckers. nowhere near. Yeah, it was nowhere near the size and scale of what I had done uh, yeah. since I was using codes. So... Yeah, those yeah. games were a lot of fun. I, oh, I played yeah. that for a little bit. Uh, I tried it, I would say. Yeah. 
Good stuff. Glittering prizes. All right. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, we did go back in time, didn't we? Yeah. Next on our stop is the year 2003, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 3 Rebel Strike. On the GameCube. Uh, on the G-Cube. Yes. The second best system of all time. Oh, yeah. it introduced uh, this, you know, this was the follow up to the launch title Rogue Squadron for GameCube. Rogue Squadron 2. Yeah. yeah. Leader. Which yeah. was beautiful. And yep. why don't we have more? Anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, we do have some new versions of Rogue Squadron where you basically are in the cockpit, which I'm still waiting to play on VR. We'll get there someday. I just wish you could go third person on that on squadrons. I know. Like I know. it would be so much better. It's just so disorienting being first person in a cockpit like that. Um, but, but this introduced you could actually go out on foot. Um, there they actually like you play through the Hoth scene as Luke Skywalker, where your snowspeeder gets downed, and then you yeah. repel up inside an AT uh, the Adat. I think right. Yeah. You take it down. Yeah. And you take it down. It it was wild. They love that uh mission in all these Rogue Squadron <laughs> games. Like yes, they I feel do. like it's in every mission, the very variation of this. Um this one was also cool because you had multiplayer, including multiplayer co-op where you could replay levels from the second game uh yeah. with a with a friend. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool. And then you could be an ATST. The yeah. smaller walkers, uh, as one of like the special vehicles, chicken and, walker. Yeah, I remember doing that in, I think the first one for an N sixty four. You could game shark it and put in some codes and stuff. And yeah, I remember doing that with an ATST, and that was that was so much fun, especially like when it wasn't built into the game. It's something that you're not really supposed to be able to do, but then you can do it. Uh, codes. I miss codes. Yeah, me too. It's a beautiful times. Beautiful times. Beautiful times. (laughs) And uh, in 2007, a trio of games from Valve, back when Valve still released games, uh, Half-Life 2, Episode 2 on uh, October 10th, uh, Portal on October 10th, and Team Fortress 2, also on October 10th. Woot. Which uh, which of these do you like? Uh, well, I played Half Life and I played Half Life Two, like there was no tomorrow, and yeah. then I played Portal like there was no tomorrow. Portal, by the way, now in a companion pack for twenty dollars. Portal One and Portal Two on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, you can, uh, you can the... play with friends online. You don't have yeah. to. No couch go up. That's pretty cool. I was doing that with Portal 2 on PC with with a friend for a while. That that was pretty fun. And Portal is just the Portal's oh. like the best little game ever. I mean, yes. You just you have that uh fully 3D environment that you can move around in and you've just got one tool, the portal gun. You shoot one portal, the right mouse of a blue one and the left mouse, you do short shoot an orange one. And you can walk through uh, either of those portals and come out the other side of the other portal. So just really unique way of navigating 
a 3D space because I mean at this point you know 3D games were not new and you know moving around them you had your WASD controls right <laughs> forward backwards left right and then like some way to look in a direction with the mouse or with a joystick or whatever and and that's how you moved and you could jump and sometimes you could double jump or whatever but it didn't really vary that much from game to game and then all of a sudden in portal you have a whole new way of traversing uh the environment and it really just lets the physics engine of half-life 2 shine uh you know throw a portal on the ceiling and one directly underneath it on the floor and you will go faster and faster and faster (laughs) and then while you're building up that speed throw another portal at an angle on the wall, and then you will fly <laughs> clear across the entire room. And, and that's what you're supposed to do yeah. to get to the objective. Yeah, I was gonna say in some of those uh in some of those rooms, that's the way to that's the way to accomplish the goal. Which is Yeah. Oh, so much fun. Really challenges your uh spatial reasoning <laughs> in yeah. your brain to figure out like what's gonna happen when you jump down into this portal and come out that other portal. And there's sometimes even where, you know, you'd have to be kind of quick on your feet, especially in Portal 2, I think is really where they implemented this, where you do that maneuver, but then you have to quickly place another portal as you're moving through the air so that you don't hit some kind of obstacle that's there, whether it's like a fan, you know, you don't want to, oh no, I've been chopped up, (laughs) Or, um, or one of those little bots um because you know the cake is the cake is a lie the cake Um, the cake i mean that's the other great thing about this game is just the understated sarcastic narration gladys Gladys is beautiful (laughs) yeah just a really dry uh sort of sense of humor that comes from the the robot that is guiding you quote unquote through this (laughs) seemingly pointless like series of tests like you know there's a story to portal i guess you're like some sort of mm-hmm. lab rat basically for the robots <laughs> and so yeah it's kind of funny how they treat you like that and then in the second one you get um yeah it's it's just all around good it's yeah very good uh, so that was 2007. Bunch of good games. Uh, Team Fortress mm-hmm. Two uh, is still going strong. <laughs> yeah. It's free to play these days. Uh, in August this year of 2022, it had a hundred at its peak, a hundred and twenty point four thousand concurrent players at its wow. peak in August, uh, according to Steam. And so, the game's uh, been out since when? What was 2007. that? Two thousand seven. Yeah, fifteen <laughs> years. Yeah, so pretty good, I'd say. Yeah. Pretty good. They're, they're having a solid run. <laughs> yeah, those little can-do guys are can doing it. Um, if we fast forward though to two thousand and eight, um, the the game that <laughs> uh, every Saints Row fan holds, uh all the other saints row games too is uh well it came out on playstation 3 and xbox 360 10 14 2008 saints row 2 uh the saints row game i did not play (laughs) so um 
you know, I can't say one way or another whether that's the best Saints Row. I know a lot of people say it is. I really enjoyed three. I thought it was really great. I thought it was well done. Uh, I enjoyed all the fun characters. I enjoyed the way it makes fun of itself um, because, you know, it knows what it is. I enjoyed the gameplay, the zombies, all the, all the stuff they brought to it. Um, it was a lot of fun. And I wish, I wish this new version or this new Saints Row, this re quote unquote reboot, uh, I wish that brought just a quarter of what Saints Row 3 brought to the table. And uh, for the Saints Row fans that are fans of 2, I'm sure they wish that it brought any of what that brought to the table. Um, yeah, I know. I think we talked, was it last week, about how they are... Um, actually, we might not have talked about it, but uh, I'll just throw in real quick that the developer did state that they are committed to um, refining the game going forward. Um, mm-hmm. They said that they would like to be able to focus on DLC, but unfortunately, they're not able to do that at this time, and they're just going to be focusing on improvements in the meantime. Yeah. yeah. Seems like they're trying to respond to the public outcry <laughs> as best they can. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes, but that's cool. Saints mm-hmm. Row, uh, you know, was a thing, is mm-hmm. a thing. Yep. Uh, real quick, I wanted to touch on, uh, maybe we do this the last one, but um, just in 2013, on October 12th, Pokemon X and Y came out. Yes. For the Nintendo 3DS. One of the best and Pokemons. Yeah, a couple keep, of really good ones. Keep I, going, tell me. Tell me about it. Well, I still haven't really played these, so no! I feel, but it was the first uh 3d pokemon like mainline game uh you know instead of moving around in a 2d world you had sort of 3d movement um so that was a first Uh, it was on the 3ds which of course so of course it had to make use of the stereoscopic 3d modes on the 3ds um i think they used it in battles for this game and uh apparently you could roller skate and yes. but you could always get a bike, right? Bike around, but mm-hmm. you could actually roller skate, and you could actually like do a grind with your roller skates to overcome certain obstacles. You could you could grind out your Pokemon levels, and you could grind literally on roller skates. Beautiful. Yeah, they had, there's like little bars that they would have you like grind on. I can't believe that this is a Hilarious. Pokemon game that I have played that Tox is not. This is. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna snow in Florida is what's gonna there happen. was a large large gap, but yeah, I'm <laughs> overdue. I should go back and try it uh this one takes place in kind of like a france uh in like the the Pokemon version of like a France, Pokemon uh, france. and I believe <laughs> Rayquaza was one of the Pokemon that you could get in this one. And oh, it's so the legendary okay. uh, one of the legendaries the it was um Rayquaza. Axis, the it's like Axius, the he's like a DNA type guy. He reminds me of Mr. DNA from from <laughs> Jurassic Park. Okay, do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, um, yeah, <laughs> a little animated character that explains what DNA is in the yeah. first Jurassic Park movie from like 1994. Okay, <laughs> yeah, there's a Pokemon that looks like him. Like I think its name is like Axius. It's very very powerful Pokemon. Um, yeah. and that's kind of like the you actually. The end of X and Y, 
is it okay? Is it? Am I spoiling if I say what happens? Don't spoil it, man. All right, I'm Come not going to spoil. But I will told say you I haven't played it. All right, I will say Rayquaza is in there, and Axius is in there, and um, there's stuff a couple goes others. Down. Yeah, okay. some stuff goes down. There are others. I don't know that those are the final, um, like the yeah. final main because there's there's tons of legendaries in X and Y. Almost That's like, cool. um, do you remember how Omega Ruby and what was it? Sort of Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in those two, you had every single mythic Pokemon that was ever out, and you were able, like, after you beat the game, you could like fly around on your lap, what, Lapios or Latios. Um, yeah. You could fly around on your Pokemon and go get them all. Like, you want Regirock? Go get them. You want uh, Palka? Go get it. You want, uh, you know, whoever from whatever Look game you, with all go these get it. pokemon names i re- i really impressed. liked i really i played uh omega ruby a lot because it was so much fun i liked being able to fly over the island on my um lot yeah. my lot my pokemon that Ladios. flew yeah <laughs> that, that pokemon <laughs> oh, the flippy flappy one <laughs> oh, the flippy flappy yeah <laughs> it's um, a lot of fun awesome yeah, yeah. and x and Speaking, y has a lot of that too so yeah nice yeah. Speaking of fun Pokemon games, of course, yeah. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are coming out on November 18th. Yeah. Did you see? I'm, I'm Did ready you see for the it. thing? I am too. Did you see the thing Which about Girafferig? No. Girafferig so. gonna evolve. Oh, okay. Get it's a like giraffe evolution. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. That's one of my one of my favorite Pokemon. I'm also I was excited to see that it is included in this Pokemon because Girafferig has not been in a Pokemon like any of it hasn't been in Sun and Moon. It hasn't been it wasn't even in Alpha Ruby and Omega Sapphire. It hasn't been in a Pokemon game since the Pokemon game it came out in, which was Tox. Do you know? No, go. I had no idea. You had such a passion for a giraffe. <laughs> I do. I actually do. Uh, it was the second series of Pokemon. So after, uh, what was it? Red, blue, and yellow. What was the next series? Oh, or- gold and silver? Yep. Yeah, so Rig has not existed since gold and really? silver whenever that came out. So I'm happy Dang. to see some older Pokemon coming back. Makes me happy. I'm going to have to fact check that later, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Go for it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bringing back some of those. I played a lot of gold and silver. Uh, gold, mostly. Uh, so that's fun. I'm glad yeah. glad to see that. But I, I think uh, it's really good that they're they're rotating out. So we had a lot of cool Pokemon in Sword and Shield, but there's been so many Pokemon that have been like underused. Um because we go to those those main, we go to our Caterpie, we go to our Rattata and our Pikachu's. Bring back some of those Pokemon from other uh, Pokemon seasons where where maybe they're less um, in the public eye, but you know maybe now's the time to to bring them back out and people can fall in love with them. Yeah, there's like 850 Pokemon species, and I think 400 of them are in Sword and Shield. Something Totodile. Totodile. That is my all-time favorite Pokemon, but... Totodile's in Sword and Shield, yeah. Yeah, Totodile is. That was my Uh, main. Glitch. Yeah. Oh, what happened? Who's your (laughs) starter? For I so I pre-ordered Violet. I think digital version. I'm thinking about also getting Scarlet 
as a physical version just to have a physical Ooh. collector thing. Good. Um, and I definitely know who my starter is going to be. Who, who's your starter going to be? Oh, gosh. You're not going to believe it. I am keeping that till the game comes out. I have not looked up what the starters are. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't okay. want to know. I saw the giraffe rig thing, and I was like, uh-oh. This is already too much for me. I, I want to go into this one. You don't even want to know the blind. starters? I want to go in blind to this one. Um, that's okay. that's how excited I am, though. Um, okay. Yeah. I saw some footage about catching Pokemon, though, outside their balls. Or, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're, you can attack Pokemon when they're not in their balls? In their balls? <laughs> in the wild. Overworld. That's, that's what I mean, yeah. You can... Yeah. Take your Pokemon out of your balls, and then they yeah. can go attack other Pokemon in the wild. It doesn't sound right when you say it like that. Huh. But yeah, you get it. I know what you're saying. You can uh, you can pull have your Pokemon po- out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay. I think we've reached Glitch's limit of cohesive <laughs> <laughs> conversation for the day. So glitch it out. <laughs> glitch it out. <laughs> Uh, that seems like a good spot to end it right there. That, that's what I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Morning XP Boost. Uh, thank you, Glitch, for being the best co-host around. Appreciate it. And we will be back next week with more video game news, video game history, and whatever else we figure out to talk about an hour before we record. So, until then, uh, Glitch, last week you teased us with mm-hmm. uh, some parting words that you said you had for us this week. So, yep. as I stall and let you figure out what those words are, oh, would no. you kindly tell us? Yeah, I have them have already. Parting words? I have some parting words. All and right. they are... Barbie doll's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. And do you know where she's from? Willows, Wisconsin. 